I, I also I just wanted to see <laughs> who the brothers <laughs> were <laughs> who named <laughs> themselves <laughs> the very <laughs> smart <laughs> brothers. Panama? Hi, it's Oprah Winfrey. Calling to tell you, I don't know you, but I love you. This podcast is fantastic. Hit me. It's Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pass the Peas here at Very Smart Brothers in the Root. I'm your host, Panama Jackson, and today we're going to have a fun conversation. I get to talk to some sneakerheads, some people with an entrepreneurial spirit in a world that I'm very intimately involved in, uh, probably not to the level of these brothers here, but you know, in a way, it's always fun to talk to people who are doing it, who are um, <laughs> finding new ways to make money in in times when it seems like there's more ways to make money than ever. So uh, I'm joined today by Nico Adams and uh, Darius Reese, who goes by the name Recharged VA. Right, is that correct? That's correct. All right, so we're talking about being sneakerheads and reselling and, and, and all this and, and, and using platforms in order to do this. So if you could both give me briefly just a, a quick a very quick background on who you are, where you live, and you know, briefly what got you in the sneaker game. I know that I know that could be a long answer, but if you can give me the 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 short version of that. So let's start with you, Nico. Yeah, no problem. So uh yeah, I'm in the Chicagoland area. Um grew up here. So kind of the sneaker culture in the Chicagoland area kind of shaped who I am. So definitely growing up, elementary school, middle school, you had to have the flies kicks on like it was just a must. So getting to school, um, seeing what everybody had on their feet kind of shaped what I thought of shoes. And then off of that, specifically, I was on the bus in middle school and the Concord 11s were about to come out. Mistakenly called them the the white and black bread 11s. It was a wrap. <laughs> Brother, it was a wrap. So from there, had to get the encyclopedias out, had to get the, the internet out, this and that, learn about shoes. And it was just like a wrap from there. So learned about every shoe pretty much. It came out, um, retracked, went in my archive, looked at everything that did come out in the past, kind of learned up on everything. And then from there, like my love from shoes kind of just grew stronger and stronger, especially once I realized you can make money off of shoes. I see you go by ATCQ, like a tribe called Quest. Like a tribe called Quest, man. Some people don't recognize that, but the people that do, um, I really rock with them because that's the best musical group to ever come out. R.I.P. Fife, but I really, really, really love their music, their vibe, and just like what they stood for. We'll have a whole other conversation about that one day. I've, I'm a I'm a, a, a 90s hip-hop head. I grew up in the 90s. Uh, well, I guess 80s and 90s, but a tribe called Quest is probably my favorite hip-hop group. 
of Man. all time as well. Like Midnight Marauders is my favorite hip hop album. So yeah, we'll, we'll... same here. Yeah, great okay. to hear. Great to hear. All right, I, I can respect it. I, I like that. When I saw the ATCQ, I was like, that's interesting. So okay, all right. What about what about you, Darius? Uh, so for me, it actually it goes back even just to my youth. I mean, I talked about it briefly in my uh, in my uh, grilled interview um, where it was a feature on the site. Um, but essentially what happened was when I grew up, uh, a lot of the times I'm, I'm from the, the Northern Virginia area, which is the suburbs of, uh, Washington, DC. Um, but a lot of my family, actually the majority of my family, they're, I mean, they're from, um, Detroit, Michigan. So a lot of the times in the summer, I would always go up there and I would spend the major- I would spend pretty much the, whole, the entire summer over there. So all my family was over there and I would always, you know, I was like the youngest, I guess you could say like male, you know, cousin out of them. So I'd always look up to them and they like every single like Jordan that came out, like they all had them. Like I was the one, like sometimes I was getting some of the hand-me-downs from them, like some of the J's as, as far as that goes, but they had all, they had all the J's back then. Um, one of my cousins, he had like a crazy Air Force One collection. I swear he had like at least a hundred pairs. It was, it was nuts. Um, so just like seeing that, and like just just being around that where like you know when it was release days, it was, I remember at that point it was actually funny looking back at it now. A lot of people don't know about it, but it was it was when those those fusions came out. You know, remember when all them the the fusions where they try to make yep. forces and Jordans work back then? Yep. And it was crazy because it was hot back then. But I remember I remember like that's like was like that time period when that that stuff was coming out. Um, so yeah, just growing up back then and, and seeing all that. Uh, you know, fast forward like later on, I was like, all right, well. You know, I see all this. I want to get like them too. I'm trying to have, I'm trying to have all the kicks. I'm trying to be fly too. So then when it came to like, you know, high school and stuff like that, when I was able to actually like, you know, work and be able to like get all the pairs I wanted, like, you know, I got all, I got like, you know, everything that I could based on, you know, what I was getting paid. And um, I switched it up though at the time. I mean, now it goes crazy, but at the time SBs weren't like that, you know, back when I was in high school, like they yeah. weren't, they weren't popping like that. That was like the early 2010s, I guess you say like, you know, 20, 12, 2013, they had, you know, a lot of the good SBs that came out, you know, years ago, but they weren't popping like that. Like, I remember I got Blue Lobsters for like 100, 150 bucks tops with everything. And, and nowadays that's like a $1,500 shoe, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I, and Damn, I, right I, I yeah, exactly. And I, exactly. And I actually kind of like that about it that like SBs were fly to me and they were like pretty inexpensive at the time. So I was like trying to switch it up, even though everybody was rocking Jay-Z. I had a couple of pairs, you know, like, you know, the major releases, but I was trying to, you know, flip the script and, and, and wear stuff that not everybody in the mom was wearing. I didn't want to go in the mall and I see some cat that got the same thing I got on. So I was just wearing dunks and even I switched, I was wearing like gel light fives. I was wearing a bunch of stuff that like not everybody was wearing. They would always like see me and they're like, yo, like those are fly. Like, what are those? You know what I mean? Like people, they didn't know about Aces. They didn't know about New Balances like that. I mean, besides like 990s in, in the DMV, but like, you know, I, I was wearing, you know, that type of stuff and, and, you know, it, it paved the way for me and eventually got to the point where, you know, I would be flipping the Jordan releases and making money off of that. And that's how it started. And, um, and then, uh, it just went from there. Yeah. That's dope. I mean, it's look, it's good to be enterprise, uh, like enterprising and, and to yeah. see the value in shoes. Like that's the one thing that like, as you know, I, I, I pay a lot of attention to, to a lot of like sneaker resellers and things like that because I, I sell shoes on occasion like most of the time I just buy the shoes I actually want to wear but I don't really sell that often unless unless I get to a pair of shoes that I just absolutely know I'm never gonna wear 
and yep. it's just taking up space in my house. Like, you know, at some point, they just, they just start taking up way too much space. I got four kids, man. Like, we're, I'm yeah. on a premium on space. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I have an entire wall in my <laughs> in my people walking in my house. They walk up my stairs. There's like a, a whole wall full of shoe boxes. It looks like Foot Locker. I'm sure you all understand that. <laughs> yeah. And um, at some point, that just gets ridiculous for my life. But be that as it may, you know, I can't really – I. When I, when I see the shoes that I like, I got to go get them. And sometimes that requires me to spend a little bit extra to get them early if I feel like I just need to be a little on that drip a little early. Um, I feel that. What, what, let me, before we get into this, what are your, do you have, if you have a favorite pair of shoes, what are your favorite pair of shoes? I'll tell you mine. So mine are probably the, the LA to Chicago uh, ones. Like I love them joints. I, I don't, they were like the grail shoe for me. They're still in a box. I haven't even pulled them out and worn them yet. Like, I'm trying to find the perfect occasion to wear these shoes. Um, but the pandemic has, has put a hold on that. Like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to wear these joints. But they're, like, my favorite shoes, and I had to get them at some point. Where do you, What are your favorite shoes, Nico? Man, so I really like the uh, De La Soul Dunk Lows. Um, so they have the kind of green and, and, yep. and brown. But then they also have the white and yellow pair. That's Those are the ones I like, white and yellow. Um kind of iridescent, kind of holographic on the yellow. But, you know, Tri-Qual Quartz, De La Soul. You I was about know, to say, you, you got know, an old yeah. soul, huh? You, you definitely, <laughs> that's, your, uh, that's your lane, huh? That's my lane for sure. So, yeah. Haven't had, haven't had a chance to actually get my hands on the pair, but I'm looking to get a pair of those uh, probably for the summer, actually. Okay. All right. What about you, Darius? For me, it's got to be the 2003 Nike Supreme Dunk Highs. Um, I got the blue pair right now. I got a red pair, but, um, so I got the blue red and I don't have the orange pair yet, but it's just something about that pair. It's, it's crazy. Like, uh, I had to get them back. I, I, I had, I had gotten a pair like a, a year back and then I eventually sold them when the dunk craze went crazy. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay them orange real quick. It was a pandemic. I, I, I had to dump them off real quick. And then I was finally able to, able to come back across them for one of my boys in Japan. And, uh, so he hooked me up with the blue and the red pair. Um, now, actually, a funny story about that, not to, you know, get too deep past the, uh, the question. When I was in Japan and right before, like, the pandemic hit, it was, like, February of, like, 2020, I was at, like, you know, Japan has a lot of, like, you know, resale thrift stores, like, all like, on, like, blocks all over, you know, anywhere you go. So this one happened to be in Shibuya, which is, like, in Tokyo. And uh, I'm just, like, in the thrift store, whatever, you know, just checking it out. Thinking, you know, they got some dunks here or whatever. And they hadn't had a pair of those on the, on the floor yet. So I look up and I see a silver box. I'm like, yo, what's that silver box up there? And then so I go to the lady at the counter and I was like, hey, what's that silver box up there? And then lo and behold, I bust it open. And it was a pair of the, the, the Red Supreme Dunk Highs. And I was wow. like, yo, I checked them out and, you know, made sure everything checked out. And it was for $300. And okay. $300. Yeah, had that was that was that was a no-brainer. Once they checked out, I was like, OG box, everything. I was like, that was a no-brainer. And I I ended up letting them go to one of my friends when I got back because they weren't my size. So, but even then I sold them that was a for a thousand at the time, you know, that was low right. now, but you know, yeah, back yeah. then, you know, you know. So it worked out. So how so how did you all okay? So both of you, both of you sell, right? Yeah. You both, you both um how did you get on the grailed and like what 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 was it about grailed that that kind of fits your needs in terms of selling like why 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 use grailed as somebody who sells i, I sell on all different types of platforms but you know I, I recognize that's a very popular one that's that's one probably one of the largest largest resale markets um outside of like ebay i'm guessing 
um, and StockX, of course. So what, like, what about Grailed appeals to you and your sense of, of selling and all that? Yeah, so like, I personally was hopping, yeah, I was, I was hopping around different platforms, but um, kind of the one that stuck was Grailed just because the, the community that Grailed has formed is like, it's authentic, better than any other community, obviously, on any other that. platform. The people that are buying what I'm selling on Grailed actually appreciate the item, usually have a good conversation with the people I'm selling it to. And they're actually, they mean business. So, you know, you go on Grail, your stuff is already authenticated or whatever, just by the picture. So, you know, like they know that it's real, you, you get past all that. And then you're talking to the person, they're like actually interested in talking with you about the shoe. And then they actually have the money to buy the shoe. It's not just some little kid that's like, you know, just talking, just trying to, you know, bid on your item and never pays or anything like that. So I've had the best experience uh, from the seller standpoint on Grail. And it's usually, uh, an easy transaction that doesn't result in me having to try to like result result in like me having to reverse a scam or something uh, on my PayPal account. So, so you like the community see. aspect of it, like it works. It works well for you in the uh, in the sense of people who are who are about that life are actually there. Yep. Complete in real transactions for the you know and 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 you know what you're getting. Yes, sir. Exactly. So yeah, pretty smooth. Great people. So no, it's not a miss for me. Okay, I can dig that. I, I I think that's important. I think it's one thing that gets lost in a lot of. I mean, there's a million marketplaces to sell to buy and sell stuff, right? And one of the things that does get lost, I think, is the community aspect of it. And you know, it's always interesting because you never know who you're meeting, right? Like you're you can build a network that way too. Like you you start you start talking to somebody about a sale, and next thing you know, you find out mm-hmm. other things that they have or you have. You you know, you you build the rapport that ends up becoming a new plug of one way or the other. You know, for for both of you actually. Um, and I think that, you know, that speaks a lot. Like I have a lot of conversations with people who are, they're not, they're interested in the culture of like sneakerhead, that, that whole, the whole idea of sneakerheads or whatever. They they saw the show, you know, they came out on Netflix. They saw the show. They're like, man, this is so interesting. This is whole life there. And then you, you know, I have a lot of shoes. People know that I have a lot of shoes. So I always get the questions about that stuff. And I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not your answer for most of this stuff. I know people who are more deep in that, but. I do explain to people there's an entire there's an entire community and culture around this stuff that it's like once you're in it, it genuinely becomes a part of you know the type of people that you meet and all that. And I think that's really dope. What about you, Darius? Uh, so for me, it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, originally, like the the main platform that I had sold on before was eBay, um, but the the tough thing about it was it was kind of hard to sell clothes on there. Um, so then I talked to one of my friends, uh, my friend Michael. Uh, he was telling me, he's like, yo, like, there's a site called Braille, like, you know, you can sell both your shoes and clothes on there, and it's more, there's a lot more people on there, you know, they're, they're me more interested in, you know, clothes and, and that type of stuff, and it's a whole community, you know what I mean? Um, so after that, I checked it out immediately, and I was like, oh, like, let me, let me check this out, and, you know, three, you know, two, three years later, that's, like, probably, like, you know, up there with one of the highest selling platforms that I'm on. And, um, in the majority of the clothes, like, even though this is a, you know, a shoe thing, but I sell clothes as well, you know, big right. Supreme, you know, Chrome hearts, all, you know, all, you know, all the, the, you know, the streetwear brands. And, uh, that's, that was my, like, um, that was my bridge way into, into selling on ground, which is starting with clothes. And then eventually I was okay, well, let me just go ahead and just start posting everything on there as well. And then it just, it really took off from there and, you know, to, so piggyback on what uh you know Nico was saying, you have a whole conversation with some of these cats on there and 
you know, it's, 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 it's pretty dope. You know, it's different than when you're selling on another platform where, you know, someone is like, what's the lowest or this, it's more like, Hey, like, you know, this is right. a dope pair. I want to, you know, I got this pair. I want to, you know, I, I want to add this to my collection as well, you know, to complete a set or whatever the case may be is. And it's pretty dope that you can have that kind of community and also be like a reseller, I guess you could say. Um, and it just, it just goes a real long way. You know what I mean? So I'm sure you all have noticed this, that the pandemic seems to have exponentially increased the amount of people who are into shoes. Like people used to be able to hit on sneakers app. You can't do that no more. Like you just, or, or I, I, I can't do it anymore. Maybe y'all have y'all, y'all the kind of people that hit on sneakers app. I take L's constantly. Um, I don't even use it. I don't even try anymore on on sneakers to be honest with you i just i know if i want some shoes i just gotta go i know i gotta go elsewhere to get them right mm-hmm. um has that impacted the way that you all do business on places like grill like has it made it harder to sell or has it made it easier in some to some degree because there seems to be more people interested in finding shoes or like more willing to spend money interesting because the idea of the pandemic is that people's incomes are depressed but people seem to be spending shoes, I mean, buying buying shoes at an insane clip. I can't even tell you how many pairs of shoes I've bought since the pandemic started. Like, I jokingly wrote an article about maybe a, a, a month in how I just bought, like, eight pairs of shoes. I felt like I was doing, like, retail therapy through shoes. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it's become, like, nonstop. Like, anytime I'm just, I'm, I'm copping stuff left and right. Have you all noticed that the pandemic has actually increased volume or increase the amount people are willing to spend or how actively people are engaging with, with, with buying and buying and selling, I guess. Yeah, of course. Um, it's, it's, it's been going crazy. I mean, it seems like a, a pair of shoes is dropping pretty much almost every single day. Um, and I think it's, I think it's kind of a good thing, um, you know, for people that actually just want shoes because there's so many shoes coming out nowadays that like, I mean, you can kind of see with how the, you know, certain shoes like dunks, for example, like they're making so many dunks nowadays that like, they really are so many dunks. Yeah. Like almost every single week. And it's kind of a good thing. When I was young, nobody wanted dunks, by the way, nobody dunks were like the knockoff J's. Like they were like, you didn't get the dunks. Your mom brought dunks home. It was like, dude, that's the wrong shoe. You got the wrong shoe. Yeah. 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 That's for the skater. Yeah, exactly. So, so like, you know, for example, with that type of pair, like in the beginning, they're going crazy, you know, Syracuse, the Kentuckys, those, you know, those go for a lot now, but like they, they drop so many now that like the prices on them have like kind of like, you know, steadied out where they're not going for too much. A lot of the pairs are only going for like, you know, not even $200, you know, just depending on what model it is. And uh, like I said, I think it's a good thing that people are able to, I guess, use like reselling to like kind of support themselves because the pandemic hit and a lot of people got laid off. Like even tempor- temporarily, I got laid off at one point towards the end of it. Um, so I think it was a good means for some people to just get a couple of extra bucks if they could go out and hit and they got a pair. Um, but for me, for example, with that being said, since the market was so, uh, you know, so blown up and there's so many releases and so many pairs coming out, it got to the point where I'll be hitting on pairs and I'll just, I'll, I'll tuck them away and I'll bust them back out a couple months later, sell them once the market kind of, you know, you know, there's not as many pairs on the market. Right. So that like, that's kind of like my game is like, you know, I'll start posting stuff that's, that came out like two, you know, three, four or five months ago, whatever the case may be is. And then, you know, once the market, you know, kind of, kind of went back to where it should be because not everybody, everybody that's had their parents sold it, they already sold it and people start wearing them. And once they got beat up, people, they want to get a brand they new pair. They need a new pair again. Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they need a new pair. pair. So, so, that, so that was kind of my whole game with this thing, you know, just trying to, you know, just, just working around how, how things were. Um, 
But like I said, I mean, I think it's, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. A lot of people, they get upset because the people that were like resellers, like before the whole pandemic, they get upset because they call them quote unquote Mickey Mouse resellers that, you know, just, right. you know, get a, get a pair. And then, you know, they're, they're just trying to, you know, just start flipping and stuff like that. And it's like, you can't, everybody started somewhere. You can't be upset just because there's a lot more cats coming in and trying to sell stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I mean, honestly, it's your product. What you do with it is what you choose to do yeah. with it. I mean, I, I understand to some degree people who are like purists about it. I get yeah. that. I, I understand that idea. Like, you know, hashtag wear your shoes, right? Like get your shoes, wear them. It shouldn't just be about the money, but it is a business. I mean, you're buying the shoes in the first place. Like it starts out as a business transaction. So I can understand other people like, well, it happens to be that the business I'm interested in is one that is lucrative because people want these and they only make a limited amount. So, you know, it's kind of, I can see it both sides. What about you, Nico? What, what have you noticed yeah, during so the pandemic? Me, man, for me, uh, I've noticed a shift in like how I have to communicate with like the overall group of people I'm selling to. Um, Cause like the, the people I'm selling to kind of shifted now towards the everyday person where like before I was, I was mainly selling to people right. who were like super into the culture. Now you have probably, even Grail saw a spike in their users just because people are making accounts, trying to figure out what Grail is, buy a few pair of kicks and then dip, never get back on the platform. So, you know, just interacting with some people, I had to definitely, uh, you know, just move a little slower with them, kind of educate a few people for sure. But it's been a fun process because, you know, this stuff that we love talking about. So it's not like I'm pulling my hair out trying to right. educate them. You know, a pair that they might be looking at, they don't know the name of it or something like that because they just like the way it looks. That's perfectly fine. And then the second piece of it, man, when those every single time one of those stimulus checks hits, I'm at the post office every single day for that week. Like <laughs> stimulus checks will because, you know, the first thing some people will spend it on, fortunately, maybe unfortunately, is a pair of kicks. Yeah. So you have people who get get whatever amount they're getting, um, go on grail, um, buy up my my kicks. Uh I'm just constantly, you know, shipping them out or whatever. So every time the STEMI hits, I'm on my toes because I know I'm going to make a few extra sales. I remember when the, I think the first one hit. It must have been around the time that the uh, the off-white fives, the gray ones came out. Because I remember all these conversations around me happening about people who were just starting to understand, like getting into shoes. And those are very popular for a lot of people who were just, like you said, the, the everyday consumer for whatever reason. They're like... Yep. These are dope. And I think the price back then was like five or six hundred. I don't know what they're going for right now, but yeah. you know, they're going for damn near a thousand. <laughs> yeah. So people yep. were talking back then, like, yo, man, am I gonna I might have to pull the trigger on this? You know what I'm saying? I never really bought shoes like that before, but I'm I'm feeling these shoes. I'm gonna do it. I was like, huh, mm -hmm. this is what happened. So like people get an injection of money they might not otherwise had, and then they start looking at shoes they wouldn't normally look at. And then they'd yep. be like, Well, you know, they and, and people were asking. I, I know several people bought uh especially off-white kicks. I mean, you know, they were obviously very, they're still very popular, but um, I'm still kicking myself for not buying a pair of the, the UNC ones for like $1,000 when I had the opportunity brand new, fresh out the box, and I didn't do it. And now, I mean, I <laughs> I could have cashed them joints in now like stock. But yeah, um, that's really what the game turned into, though. Like, you know, we're looking at really a whole, a market. Um, this is like literally market the same way you can look at stocks or any other market like that's how kicks have become like you can hold your assets in a pair of shoes and then later liquefy it so like if you're telling me that shouldn't get the interest of all of these finance cats this and that like right. you know you're lying to yourself 
Yeah, I agree completely. Like, I, I've had more conversations with people who would never be really that interested. Once they find out there's a financial end to it, they're like, oh, wait, these things make money? I'm like, yeah, you know, these shoes that you that you see, now that you know what sneakers app is, because that's where everybody seems to be starting at, right? They're like, they hear about, I've written several articles about how sneakers app is, has, has has failed me, right? So then people that I know are like, oh, so tell me about this. And I'm like, well, you you know, you go on there, you create an account, maybe you get a pair of shoes, like those, those waffle Sakai's. I think yep, I hit yep. on I hate those shoes. I can't stand them shoes. But I wow. randomly one day I was like, you know what, well, let me just see. Boom. I, I and I got them. I was like, I don't even like these. And immediately I mentioned that I got them. Somebody was like, yo, I'll give you five hundred for them joints right now. I'm like, Crazy. really? So <laughs> it's hard for me to tell anybody when there's a financial gain, especially in a time when people are losing money in various ways, to be like, you, you can't there's a culture behind this. You gotta be careful about the culture. Again, I understand it, but you know, it's hard. It's like everything that goes commercial, right? Once there's a whole culture that keeps something going and then everybody else realizes what's out there, then everybody else jumps into it. But, you mm-hmm. know, shoes are the gift that keeps on giving. There's always going to be new releases and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it, it is interesting. So what what it, what are some tips that you all can give people who are interested in getting into both the sneakerhead game and the reselling game? Because they're two different things, right? You can be a sneakerhead and never resell anything. You're just buying shoes. But a lot of people don't even know where to start, right? But then there's also the reselling game, people who have the means to to get to get some inventory and then start trying to make a little bit of money on stuff. Like, what are what are some tips? Let's, Nico, let's start with you. Like, what are some tips that you'd have for people interested in getting into both, both games? Yeah, so for being a sneakerhead, honestly, just do your research. Um, immerse yourself in the community. Whatever that may mean for you, maybe that means surrounding yourself with people that are in the community, digitally or in person, and then just gravitate towards the thing that the things that you don't necessarily like the Sakai's. Um, you know, you got them out of your hands. I think so. Like, just gravitate towards the things that you actually like, and then that'll start gravitating towards you naturally. Now, for the resale part, I would just honestly first tap into your network. So, like, tap into the people you know that have fly kicks. See if they're selling any of them. Because a lot of the times, if you know somebody on a personal level, it's easier to negotiate and not finesse them, but just it's easier to like talk with them, um, help them out. Because I've done that a few times with like a couple of my friends needed some cash. Um, So, you know, they were like, yeah, I'll sell you this, this and this for a little bit under the market value. So you can make a little bit, maybe like 20 percent off of the whatever I give you. It's like a win situation. So like that's a pretty good way to to help your intimate community and to, to help yourself with like getting your account established, um, which is another thing. You definitely want to make sure your, your accounts are established. If you have a grailed account, make sure you're shipping on time, you're communicating with the seller, and that you're really focused on a good transaction. Because like at the end of the day, this is all like people versus people or you know people on people. So like we're all just people trying to get the shoe. But if you give that person a, a pleasant experience, they'll come back. They might even tell their friend, hey, like, this dude sold me the shoes with no problem. They're authentic. Go to them. So right. it's just a person person business. So all you got to do is be a people person and go after kind of what you love. No, that's real. I like that's good advice. What about you, Darius? Uh, for me, as far as going on the resale aspect, uh, the biggest thing, like Neil was saying, you got to know what's hot. Like you got to know what everybody wants. Um, there's a lot of releases. The market's pretty saturated, but you got like not every single, like that's my biggest advice to people first starting is not buying every single pair that comes out. Cause there's a lot, there's a lot of bricks within that. I mean, you know, for for example, like, you know, those, those three eighties, um, they're just bricks. The, those, uh, 
what are the, the, the quantums? Those are bricks. Like as soon as they come out, they're already going for like hundred dollars under retail. So my biggest advice is like, you got to really do your research and check out what people are actually buying, what they really want, because if not, you can end up taking an L and losing a lot of money when you thought you were going to come up. Um, and as far as someone just wanting to start a collection, I mean, it's as simple as just, just buy what you like. Like, you know, someone that just first starting off, just, you know, I mean, you might get caught in the, you know, the hype or all that stuff, but if that's what you really like, you're not really getting caught in the hype. That's just, you just happen to like the same thing everyone else does. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you know, I've always said this, you know, every single day is just, you know, buy exactly what you want because like you're the one, it's your money. Nobody can tell you what to do with yep. it. So, you know, you, you just got to get what you want. And it, it's really as simple as that. Yeah. I tell, um, anytime somebody asks me like, you know, I'm interested in be, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what the first pair of shoes I should get. Like, what are the, what are the first pair of shoes I should get? I'm like, well, what do you like? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you, you know, what, what? what shoes make you happy um you know but if you have no idea then you know if if you're only getting into because you want like a fly pair of kicks right like you know you can't go wrong with jordans i tell people you can't go wrong with jays but make sure to stay in one through 14 don't go getting them random <laughs> don't go getting some some 25s or nothing like that because you're gonna it, why are you why are you trying to actively go into the get into shoes is the is the good question which I, is what i tell people a lot like you know if you're just trying to get some fly kicks then look you can't you can never go wrong with jordans but once you start looking into it, you will eventually find out the shoes that you like and the shoes that 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 fit your style and all that stuff. And, you know, hopefully you don't end up buying everything that you see, because that's easy to do, too, where oh, yeah. when you start oh, seeing yeah. shoes you like, then you see more shoes you like. And then you're like, well, I'm gonna get those, too. Then I'm gonna get those. And it's very easy to buy up everything. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what I tell people all the time. It's very easy to buy up everything. Um, So, yeah. So any other, you know, I guess. Is there any other last minute things like about Grail specifically that that you see as a plus for anybody interested in getting into reselling that any anything about Grail specifically that you think anybody else should know? Yeah, like if you're going to sell something on Grail, like they actually kind of give you steps to like list your stuff. That's something I guess I didn't mention before that I really like about the platform. So you go on Grail, it doesn't matter if you don't know what your kick is called. You don't know anything about it. Every shoe has a code on it. All you have to do is really put that code in and it auto fills. Almost everything else, you just got to throw the size in, condition, and stuff like that. So don't feel intimidated. Just hop on the platform, sell your stuff. It will sell. If not, just, like, bump it up or whatever. So, yeah. All right. Good to know. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's the thing about Grud as well. Also, like, since it's a community, you know, if it's a brand-new pair that just came out, what happens when you take an L on sneakers? You know, you're going to hop right on there about, yo, who has this pair? Who, you know, who can I get it from? And Grilled is one of those places where you're going to see, you know, as soon as something comes out, they're going to have it on there, you know, whether it's me or someone else, someone's going to have it on there. And, you know, it's, it's almost like an instant sell, just like you're talking about with your Sakai's, how someone hit you up, like when you posted it, oh, you immediately. know, immediately. And they're like, yo, I'll cash you out right now. And Grilled's one of those things. Where, yep, exactly. Bad, but yeah. for, but I, I mean, bad. hey, if he, if he named his price, it is what it is. Right, um, it, was, it was his yeah. market. The market was yeah. what he wanted to pay for. So exactly, strip him of that opportunity. And that's kind yeah. of, that's kind of a thing um, with Grilled. You know, I post stuff up, and you know, if it's it's the fly stuff that people want, they're gonna buy that stuff immediately. There's a lot of times where I'll sell some stuff, I'll post some stuff up, and it's it's gone within like thirty minutes, an hour. You know, if it's like something that just came out, like say say it's a pair of ones that just came out, some dunks came out, 
I'll Yeezy have like slide, 10. I'll, yeah, exactly. Yeezy, yeah, this just them, them, them things really move. So it's like it's one of those things. I'll like, you know, I'll I'll go post it and I'll go, you know, grab me something to eat. And next thing I know, 20 minutes later, I look and I see like 10 messages people trying to buy. And then next thing I know, boom, the top one sold. So it's one of those things. And and like Nico was saying, it's very easy to post. Like that's that's probably the biggest thing with the grail is it makes it so easy to post, whether you're posting clothes, shoes, whatever it is, like it gives you all the information you need to post it up and you can put the the condition, everything you need, everything, anyone that would want to buy to know. And like, uh, I know it's more, more for shoe stuff, but like Nico was saying, all you gotta do is type in the style, the style code and it it automatically pops it up. And it's actually kind of dope because grow, they require you to type that in. So if it's someone say they don't even know the name of the shoe and they're trying to buy it, they can type that in and it'll, it'll generate for them. And then for me, since I sell clothes a lot, like if it's a used clothes or brand new clothes, they give you the option to, to post the, the measurements. Cause you know, a lot of these clothes companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. they fit, they fit differently. Dude, so shoes. It, I tell people yeah. all the time, man, yeah. you know, your, your true to size is not true to size means absolutely yeah. nothing when you start buying shoes. Yeah. Nope. Useless. Term. So, so yeah. So, it, so it allows you to, you know, to post all the measurements and it really helps people out. Okay. All right. Well, tell people where they can find you. They can find, you know, if they if they want to to check out what you guys are selling or what you got. Like, how can people get um, social media? Basically, your social media handles and stuff like that. Darius, let's start with you. Uh, for me, I'm on a uh, Recharge VA. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram, so you can check me out over there if you want to check out my page. I post pretty much every single day. If not, I'm posting a lot of pairs. You know, like you know, ten pairs or whatever on on just one 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 post. But you can check me out over there. Yeah, and for me, it's x.supreme, so x in the period, supreme, uh, Instagram. Usually you just post, like, fashion stuff, so if you're trying to immerse yourself in the culture, go ahead and follow me. Uh, and then, obviously, on Grail, it's ATCQ for a tribe called Quest. All right. Well, look, I appreciate y'all spending a little time uh, uh, breaking down both Grail and sneaker culture and, and, and how to be an effective seller and, you know, just your thoughts on the game and everything like that. I really appreciate that. So, um. You know, for everybody listening, these are some knowledgeable gentlemen who know what they're talking about. Make sure you go check them out. Make sure you see what they got, what they got to sell. If you're interested, these are going, these are people who are going to sell you real things. Uh, people who are going to have that fly stuff, I'm assuming. So, uh, you know, thanks for your time. I really appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great day. You as well. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the opportunity, man. Have a black I dropped my verse in the salsa. My nigga, what you pouting for? You the one they made the mountains fall. Uh, be humble. The people help you up when you stumble. Uh, or when you fumble. Well, I take a fucking bad vibe and I channel it. In this life, I be adamant. You take a hit and be out of it. It's all love. I ain't judging you. But this is universe nudging you. Wake up, boo-boo. Perfect out in public. Broke your win in private. Spiritual warrior on assignment. Nigga, I'm a hypocrite, but I keep it lit. If I keep forgiving, I can rise to the ceiling.